1: Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and show ourselves glad in him with songs. For the Lord is our great God, and a great King above all. In his hand are all the depths of the earth, and the heights of the hills are his also. Thus is his, for he made it, and his hands prepared the dress. The mercy of the Lord is everlasting. O come, let us adore Him. O give thanks unto the Lord for He His gracious, for His mercy. Is to onto... For his mercy endures forever. Who by his excellent wisdom made the heavens. For his mercy endures forever. Who laid out the earth above the waters for his mercy endures forever. Who made the great lights, for his mercy endures forever. The sun to rule the day, for his mercy endures forever. The moon and the stars to govern the night, for his mercy endures forever. Who struck down the firstborn of Egypt, for his mercy endures forever and brought out Israel from among them, for his mercy endures for ever. With a mighty hand and an outstretched arm, for his mercy endures for ever who divided the Red Sea into parts, for his mercy endures forever, and made Israel to pass through the midst of it, for his mercy endures forever. But as for Pharaoh and his host, he overthrew them in the Red Sea, for his mercy endures forever. Who led his people through the wilderness for His mercy endures for ever, who smote great kings. For His mercy endures for ever, and slew mighty kings. For His mercy endures for ever. Sihon, king of the Amorites, for his mercy endures forever. And Dog, the king of Bashan, for his mercy endures forever and gave away their land for an inheritance, for his mercy endures forever. Even for an inheritance for Israel, his servant, for his mercy endures forever who remembered us when we were in trouble, for his mercy endures forever, and delivered us from our enemies, for his mercy endures forever who gives food to all flesh, for his mercy endures forever. O give thanks unto the God of heaven, for his mercy endures forever. O give thanks unto the Lord of lords, for his mercy endures forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen.
0: A reading from the second book of Samuel. Some time passed. David's son Absalom had a beautiful sister whose name was Tamar, and David's son Amnon fell in love with her. Amnon was so tormented that he made himself ill because of his sister Tamar, for she was a virgin and it seemed impossible to Amnon to do anything to her. But Amnon had a friend whose name was Jonadab, the son of David's brother Shimea, and Jonadab was a very crafty man. He said to him, O son of the king, why are you so haggard morning after morning? Will you not tell me? Amnon said to him, I love Tamar, my brother Absalom's sister. Jonadab said to him, Lie down on your bed and pretend to be ill. And when your father comes to see you, say to him, Let my sister Tamar come and give me something to eat and prepare the food in my sight so that I may see it and eat it from her hand. So Amnon lay down and pretended to be ill. And when the king came to see him, Amnon said to the king, Please let my sister Tamar come and make a couple of cakes in my sight so that I may eat from her hand. Then David sent home to Tamar, saying, Go to your brother Amnon's house and prepare food for him. So Tamar went to her brother Amnon's house, where he was lying down. She took dough, kneaded it, made cakes in his sight, and baked the cakes. Then she took the pan and set them out before him, but he refused to eat. Amnon said, "'Send out every one from me.' So everyone went out from him. Then Amnon said to Tamar, "'Bring the food into the chamber, so that I may eat from your hand.' So Tamar took the cakes she had made and brought them into the chamber to Amnon her brother. But when she brought them near him to eat, he took hold of her and said to her, "'Come, lie with me, my sister.' She answered him, No, my brother, do not force me, for such a thing is not done in Israel. Do not do anything so vile. As for me, where could I carry my shame? And as for you, you would be as one of the scoundrels in Israel. Now therefore I beg you, speak to the king, for he will not withhold me from you. But he would not listen to her, and being stronger than she, he forced her and lay with her. Then Amnon was seized with a very great loathing for her. Indeed, his loathing was even greater than the lust he had felt for her. Amnon said to her, Get out! But she said to him, No, my brother, for this wrong in sending me away is greater than the other that you did to me. But he would not listen to her. He called the young man who served him and said, Put this woman out of my presence and bolt the door after her. Now she was wearing a long robe with sleeves, for this is how the virgin daughters of the king were clothed in earlier times. So his servant put her out and bolted the door after her. But Tamar put ashes on her head and tore the long robe that she was wearing. She put her hand on her head and went away, crying aloud as she went. Her brother Absalom said to her, Has Amnon, your brother, been with you? Be quiet for now, my sister. He is your brother. Do not take this to heart. So Tamar remained a desolate woman, in her brother Absalom's house. When King David heard of all these things, he became very angry, but he would not punish his son Amnon because he loved him, for he was his firstborn. But Absalom spoke to Amnon neither good nor bad, for Absalom hated Amnon because he had raped his sister Tamar. After two full years, Absalom had sheep shearers at Baal Hazor which is near Ephraim, and Absalom invited all the king's sons. Absalom came to the king and said, Your servant has sheep shearers. Will the king and his servants please go with your servant? But the king said to Absalom, No, my son, let us not all go, or else we will be burdensome to you. He pressed him, but he would not go, but gave him his blessing. Then Absalom said, If not, Please let my brother Amnon go with us. The king said to him, Why should he go with you? But Absalom pressed him until he let Amnon and all the king's sons go with him. Absalom made a a feast like a king's feast. Then Absalom commanded his servants, Watch when Amnon's heart is merry with wine, and when I say to you, Strike Amnon, then kill him. Do not be afraid. Have I not myself commanded you? Be courageous and valiant. So the servants of Absalom did to Amnon as Absalom had commanded. Then all the king's sons rose, and each mounted his mule and fled. While they were on the way, the report came to David that Absalom had killed all the king's sons, and not one of them was left. The king rose, tore his garments, and lay on the ground and all his servants who were standing by tore their garments. But Jonadab, the son of David's brother Shimea, said, Let not my lord suppose that they have killed all the young men, the king's sons. Amnon alone is dead. This has been determined by Absalom from the day Amnon raped his sister Tamar. Now therefore do not let my lord the king take it to heart, as if all the king's sons were dead, for Amnon alone is dead. But Absalom fled. When the young man who kept watch looked up, he saw many people coming from the Horoneim road by the side of the mountain. Jonadab said to the king, See, the king's sons have come, as your servant said, so it has come about. As soon as he had finished speaking, the king's sons arrived and raised their voices and wept. And the king and all his servants also wept very bitterly. But Absalom fled. And went to Talmai, son of Amihud, king of Geshur. David mourned for his son day after day. Absalom, having fled to Geshur, stayed there three years, and the heart of the king went out, yearning for Absalom, for he was now consoled over the death of Amnon. The Word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
1: and Jacob and of all their righteous offspring you They tremble because of your power. But your merciful promise is beyond our measure. It surpasses all that our minds can fathom. O Lord, you are full of compassion long-suffering and abounding in mercy. You hold back your hand. You do not punish as we deserve. In your great goodness, Lord, you have promised forgiveness to sinners that they may repent of their sin and be saved. And now, O Lord, I bend the knee of my heart and make my appeal sure of your gracious goodness. I have sinned, I know my wickedness only too well. Therefore I make this prayer to you. Forgive me, Lord, forgive me. Do not let me perish in my sin nor condemn me to the depths of the earth. For you, O Lord, are the God of those who repent, and in me you will show forth your goodness. Unworthy as I am, you will save me, cleanse and defend your church, and because it cannot continue in safety without your help, protect and govern it always by your goodness. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, for ever and ever. Amen. Almighty God, whose most dear Son went not up to joy, but first he suffered pain, and entered not into glory before he was crucified, mercifully grant that we, Walking in the way of the cross, may find it none other than the way of life and peace. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord. Amen. Lord Jesus Christ, you stretched out your arms of love on the hardwood of the cross